Welcome back to the program. Some pretty exciting news today for Springfield. The National Park Service completing a study of the uh, archaeological site that holds some of the remnants of the 1908 race riot and concluding that indeed this site is eligible and meets the criteria to become part of the national park system, possibly a national monument uh, placed here to commemorate this important chapter in local and indeed in national history. To talk about the significance of this, Teresa Haley is here with the Springfield, Illinois chapter of the NAACP. Joining us from the road, Teresa, thank you so much for taking the time. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jan. Well, give us a sense as to why this is so significant, why this study uh, is, is really important for the community. Well, if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. So the study does a great deal for the city of Springfield and the National Association. We call the NAZP. As we know, it was founded because of the 1908 race riot. Now it's time to commemorate it and to be able to tell our story, not only locally, statewide, nationally, but globally. People from around the world find Springfield, Illinois to be most interesting. One, because of Abraham Lincoln. Two, because of Barack Obama um, being in Springfield. And then three, because it led to the start of the NAACP, the oldest civil rights organization in the world. Now, they looked at what's described as the archaeological site. This is somewhere in the vicinity of uh, 10th Street and Madison. It's right there on the rail corridor where they are uh, expanding the tracks there. But when they were doing some of the work on this, that's when they unearthed some of these remains and the foundations of homes that were burned in the violence uh, now 115 years ago. Uh, and so this is obviously it's a, it's a, an awkward place for this to be with those trains rolling through there. So how could this be a appropriately commemorated uh, with a national monument, with a designation for the national park system. What, what are they thinking about here for this? So we're asking people to go out and watch the video. We work real closely with Hansing Engineering, um, the city of Springfield, the hospital sisters, HSHS, and we developed a video back pretty much almost 10 years ago, and then that was revised. Because in 2014, when they were talking about bringing the high-speed rail through Springfield, that's when they discovered those additional five houses. Now, if you were to go out to Washington, D.C. today and visit the Library of Congress or the African American History Museum, you will hear and you will see great pictures about the 1908 race riots, but there were never any tangible artifacts. As a result of them digging um, for the high-speed rail, they came across those five additional houses. And with Frank and Frank and Fred and everyone else in Springfield, we're excited about this. Floyd Mansonberger is the head archaeologist. He's also a member of the NAACP. He and his team uncovered these um, artifacts, and they have been preserving the artifacts. Right now, the artifacts are being held in the Illinois State um, museum as we know it today. So would this be a, a site uh, sort of uh, similar to the uh, Lincoln Home National Historic Site, which is also under the purview of the Park Service, where we might have, say, a, a recreation of uh, of these uh, the homes, the foundations, uh, kind of laying out, uh, you know, something, I, I guess, approximating what it would look like if it were still in position there by the train tracks, uh, and uh, then the, the signage, a visitor center, things like that. How extensive could this, this uh, designation ultimately be? It can be very, very large, as big as we want it to be. 
the fact that the National Park Service has agreed to take on the maintenance of this facility, this location, is phenomenal for us because you figure it's just five, six blocks away from Abraham Lincoln's home, and it's five, six blocks away from the Presidential Museum and Library. So by having this at that particular corner, they will maintain the building. Also, too, we will have somewhat of a visitor's bureau there, a gift shop for people to go in and to buy artifacts, just find out more about Springfield's history and the NAACP and it leading to the creation. We are really excited. We're looking at not recreating those houses, but having pillars, markers to designate where each of those houses were and also having a big field, having a tree, a tree of life that has running water. Actually, it's called a tree that represents strange fruit. As we know, in the 1908 race riots, people were hung and they were shot and hung on trees. And so all of that will be symbolized at this location. But it's also a site for healing. We want people to be able to come back and to reflect, to meditate, and to think about how things were, how far we've come, and how much further we still have to go here in America. This uh, study looks at four criteria established by Congress that would qualify a site for inclusion in the national park system, national significance, suitability, feasibility, and the need for park service management. We meet all four criteria there. The study also says you could look at either a, a, a smaller footprint or a larger boundary for this, and they say the larger boundary would likely be the, the most effective and efficient option. So, uh, Teresa, and again talking with Teresa Haley of the NAACP, uh, what what happens now? How long until we actually see something tangible in terms of a national monument, a place where people can go and actually see these things firsthand rather than just hearing about them in the theoretical sense? Our goal is 2025. And 2014, when all of this was discovered and working with Hanson Engineering, the Springfield community, the city of Springfield and the hospital sisters, we all agree that by 2025, when this high-speed rail system was done, the race riot monument area would also be completed. So that is still our goal. We're still on target. Now that it's been declared, Congress has to pass a bill. And, of course, a bill has been up before, and we have the bipartisan support. And so we will be doing more lobbying. I'm probably going to be headed out to Washington, D.C. next week when they're discussing the bill. And now we start to fundraise. We're looking at 10 to $15 million to complete the site, which is not a lot of money when the city of Springfield is spending more than that on the next firehouse that's going to be um, located on 11th Street. How does this tie into just uh, overall efforts to uh, to educate school children today about incidents like this? The, the lack of knowledge and awareness of this era in American history and the racial violence that hit communities from Springfield to Tulsa and, and a lot of other American cities. It's kind of astonishing, really, how little uh, is actually taught about this. So could this lead to uh, a greater awareness, a greater effort? to really educate people on this chapter of American life and, and this sort of dark moment in the struggle for civil rights? We sure hope so. Again, if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it. But even when you know your history, it's up to you to be the change that you want to see. So we're hoping that everyone is on board. And we had so much 
overwhelming support, Jim. Um, when the study was being done, when people were writing in their testimonies, when people were coming out to the public forums and giving their testimonies, I believe over 5,000 testimonies combined were sent out to the National Park Service in support of this race riot national monument being in Springfield, Illinois. Is there more that people can do now? You mentioned there's going to be a legislative hearing next week, and our own local delegation seems fully on board. Our, our two U.S. senators very much in favor of this. The congressional delegation seems to be on board with it. Who should we be reaching out to or contacting to encourage a, a, a positive vote on this and a, a forward movement on establishing this? Anyone that you know or have family members who live in other states, ask them to contact their congressional leaders as well and ask them to support the 1908 race riot monument um, in Springfield, Illinois. Because as we know, we have the bipartisan support in Illinois. We just need to make sure that we have it nationwide. So contact any legislators, congressional leaders that you know across America. This is America's history, not just Springfield. I know Congresswoman Bazinski is in support of this. Congressman LaHood, Congressman Davis, when he was in office, was. Do we know about Congresswoman Mary Miller? Has, has she taken a stand on this? Is she in support of this as well? I'm not for sure. I have not had any contact or have heard from her personal office. But the fact that Rodney Davis took the lead on getting this started and really putting the fire underneath it and then working with Brett Frost and working with Sam, Chuck Sam, and everyone who's come to Springfield, walked the grounds that we walk every day and wanted to learn that history and share that history, we are so fortunate that at this time and this place that we are moving forward with our 1908 race riot monument national monument. Teresa, you and I talked uh, some time ago about the idea that uh, the, the name of this is something of a misnomer, calling it the race riot, uh, which makes it sound like it was sort of, you know, uh, both sides were, were involved in it as opposed to it being what it actually was, was more of a race massacre. Uh, is there any talk about uh, changing the nomenclature of this or, or is this what it's going to be referred to going forward? It's going to be referred riot because that's what it was called during that time. I really don't consider it to be a massacre. That just seemed to be a new term um, that people picked up like critical race theory. If you want to call it anything, call it what it was. It was a terrorist attack. It was an attack on innocent people, black people who were in their homes, walking down the street, minding their own business, who were shot, killed, and hung as a result of a white woman lying and said that she was raped by a black man. Teresa Haley, you mentioned a video about this. Where can people go to find that? You can go to the SpringfieldNAACP.org and look up Race Riot Video, and it will show you a video on what the proposed fight is going to look like. We've been here sharing this video locally, statewide, um, nationwide, and internationally. So people are excited about the proposed fight and what it's going to look like. But, you know, changes are inedible and changes are going to happen. We're just excited that we're moving forward and Congress is taking this serious. So after Congress has more discussion and votes on it, all we're asking is President Biden, with a stroke of a pen, he can sign it through the Antiquities Act. And this dream can become a reality, not only for Springfield, but for the state of Illinois and the whole United States of America. Teresa Haley, Springfield and Illinois NAACP, thank you so much for your time.